Before we get started, guys, I just wanted to apologise for the sound in this one. Physical distancing obviously means we're doing this over the phone, uh, and the connection was not the best in this one, so the sound's a little bit poppy, but hope you still enjoy. Welcome to what is sure to be the biggest podcast of 2020, Behind the Bombers. My name's Mick Mattingly, and to help us through this lockdown period, I'll be lifting the lid on the Kyabram Football Club, chatting to a few of the boys about their careers to date and some of their off-field pursuits, and we'll share a few stories along the way too. I hope you enjoy. Let's get stuck in. Welcome to episode four. Uh, couldn't get, couldn't let it go any longer without getting my favourite player in the Golden Valley on the show, uh, Tommy Holman. Welcome, mate. Thanks, Mickey. Thanks for having me, mate. No worries, mate. Um, must be a big moment in your career to feature on this podcast, I can imagine. Yeah, I've heard really big things about it and some big names uh, before me. So, yeah, excited. Yeah, none bigger than yourself, mate. Um, let's just quickly just start off with touching a move you've made only recently. Uh, talking on the weekend of Anzac Day here and you've made the move a couple of days earlier. Um, talk us through where you are now. Uh, yeah, so I got home from Darwin um, start of March, I think it was. And um, obviously it's a bit of a tough time with the virus to get a bit of work. But I was um, I was lucky enough to get a, a apprenticeship gig in Geelong. So packed up the room yesterday and shipped off down to Geelong. Down to Geelong, mate. The, uh, the girls better watch out because Big Tombo's in town. Oh, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> and uh, so what's the go with there, mate? Just for the fans, obviously, still playing footy at Kai and travelling back? Yeah, so I'll just train with my brother's team down here, the Geelong Ammos, on the on the weeknights, Tuesday, Thursdays, and then, yeah, make the road trip down on the weekend. Beautiful. And living arrangements down there, mate. Talk us through that. Yeah, so my brother's just bought a house and he's renovating, so we're yeah moving in with him and yeah, doing that as well as work and footy. So plenty to juggle, but a bit of fun. Beautiful. Um, and you obviously just mentioned before you've moved down to Geelong, um, you're up in Darwin, mate. Um, not long back from that. How'd you find that? How'd it all go? Yeah, obviously it's a bit unexpected. Um, uh, yeah, you don't really know what to expect going into that kind of thing, like moving up and um, yeah, meeting new people. But uh, it's a really good experience. Uh, the Southern Districts Footy Club's pretty similar to Kai, real country sort of vibe. Everyone gets along really well, and um, yeah, it's really fun to be there. And obviously, yeah, we played some decent footy as well, which is good. Yeah, and you sort of snuck in, talk us through the year, the footy-wise, you snuck into the finals late and made a pretty good run. Yeah, so I think we were third or fourth in the Christmas break. Uh, we lost the first four going out of Christmas, but then we got on a bit of a roll towards the end of the year. Won the first final against the Buffaloes by about 50 points. Played Tiwi Bombers the next week, won by about 30-odd. And then we played Nycliffe, who uh, eventually won the they knocked us off in the prelim by about 30 points, I think. So we had a pretty decent run. Beautiful, mate. And um, any plans to go back up there at any stage? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about what's happening with this virus at the moment. Um, hopefully we get to play a kite footy. But, um, yeah, might look into it a bit more once Yeah, we sort of know what's going on with the kite footy. Yeah, beautiful, mate. I wouldn't mind going up there myself, so I'll have to wait and see. Might have to join up up there. Um, mate, now I've just heard a few rumours. Um, they heard how good you were, but when you arrived and they saw the big 100-kilo frame, um, they think they had the wrong man? No, they were a bit surprised about how heavy I was, I think. Um, <laughs> obviously, it's very hot and humid up there, so it doesn't take you long to lose a few. So 
So, um, yeah, I probably needed to in the end. So it worked out pretty well. <laughs> Did you drop any while you are up there? Uh, yeah, probably three or four, I think. Did you? Yeah. You didn't need to, mate. Normally pretty uh, good, Nick, I would have thought. I was probably a bit heavy. Needed to tidy up around the guts. So, <laughs> well. And I'd say, obviously, they might have thought they had the wrong man, but... We did too, actually. And, um, you know, when you first got back and you played the, the first pracky match and just did the old, yeah, I'll just play a few minutes forward, quarter or so. And just talk us through how that first quarter went, mate, because at one stage I was almost kicking it away from you on purpose. Yeah. Um, so we lost the prelim the week before. Um, a few days on the drink probably didn't help. <laughs> and, yeah, I didn't try and not have a run. So I was a bit rusty going into the into the practice match and it, it definitely showed. I couldn't catch anything and the skills were very ordinary. Oh, Tommy, you've never let anyone down, mate, so um, I'll give you the let off there. But um, in all seriousness, mate, you obviously played some pretty good footy up in Darwin. Um, it was no surprise to any of us down here when they started talking about how good of a player you were. Um, and with your career in Kyabra, you've been pretty blessed. Um, we all have, I guess, to the timing of um, our careers and playing at the club. Um, you've obviously got a pretty ridiculous games and wins record. Talk me through that. Yeah, so I've been pretty lucky with my timing about when I've um, actually started playing and all that, how it's worked out. So I think my record, I don't know exactly. I think it's, I've only lost two games, which is, yeah, pretty insane, but <laughs> 79 and two or something like that, which is pretty crazy. Very lucky. Jeez, very lucky, mate. I still remember my few first few years of senior footy back in Wagga with Turvey Park. I think we were getting beaten by about. 150 points every week, so don't take it for granted, which I know you don't, mate, but um, we're lucky to be in the position that we are. Um, I know I uh, mentioned you obviously missed most of the pre-season, mate, up in Darwin, but you caught that pracky match and obviously been following along. How do you think Cowboys were shaping up this year before this, this virus hit? Yeah, I thought we were um, yeah, really good, Nick. That's probably the best I've seen us move the ball for a few years. Um, even, even the conditions probably didn't help. It was really windy and Probably favoured one end, but I thought we used the ball really well. Um, spread was really good. And, um, yeah, I think yeah, everyone uh, p- played well together, as we do, I guess. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I've uh, obviously talked to Tommy Sheldon, mate, um, about his and Lockie Smith's thoughts of when you get occasionally moved in the forward line or the midfield. They're not too happy. Um, but I just want you to talk me through when you did play forward last year, your goal-kicking at stages. What was going on there? Yeah, so I kicked like a true defender does. Um, yeah, obviously it was nice to get a bit of a change up, go up forward for a little bit around Kane and the Wiz screaming at me. But um, Big names in that forward line, Holman, nah, the Wiz and Pettifus. I was a bit intimidated at times, but um, yeah, the old goal kicking wasn't very good. I think I kicked three, seven, one game or something like that. So a bit of work to do on that. Ten straight, mate. You would have been up there with the boys. Uh, yeah, a bit of work to do though. <laughs> oh, just um, obviously last episode with Brad Edwards and I had a quick chat to him about um, isolation, how he's going through isolation and how he bought a PlayStation two days in so he could play with his boys, which is um, obviously you and Lukey Morris. Um, I've talked to him about who lets the team down, but if you could rank the boys one to three, who would you have them? Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, the coach is probably number three. <laughs> that might hurt me in the long run, but I'll have to tell the truth there. And then me at number two, and then Bruce is probably the best. Bruce goes pretty well, does he? Yeah, he's pretty handy. So normally on a Friday night, we um we go around to Eddie's 
have a feed of pasta or pizza and then, yeah, hook into a bit of cod or something. But obviously we can't socialise at the moment, so everyone's invested in a PlayStation and, yeah, we're playing online together. Mm, and how are you going sort of keeping in touch with the boys, mate? Obviously we can't go 20 minutes without Kane sending us a Snapchat um, of him working out or, or doing something, getting in doing his new hair style or something similar. Uh, how are you going keeping in touch with all the boys? Yeah, it's obviously good. Uh, social media plays a big part in it. Um, mm. Obviously, Eddie's really good on Facebook, getting to get into it all and um, giving us the programs and stuff. Russ Jarrett's really good as well, um, talking to us. And then yeah, we've got the messenger groups and Snapchat. So, yeah, we're not too far away from each other. Um, always in contact, which is good. Yeah, never, mate. You obviously mentioned Eddie. Um, we've talked about him a little bit, but obviously really good friends with him. Um, both of us are, and, and you're quite close to him, especially. Um, you're looking forward to playing under him, and how do you think he'll go um, in the coaching role? Yeah, I think I'm really excited for him. Um, he, uh, he understands the game really well, speaks really well, and, um, yeah, he's probably had the perfect apprenticeship under Paulo. Ed's been the captain, so, you know, he's, um, he leads from the front really well. So, yeah, I'm just really excited for him. Beautiful, mate. And sort of looking back um, on your career, just personally, we'll touch on a little bit now, sort of going a little bit backwards, but talk me through um, your few years down in Melbourne and and in between Kai and under-18s and stuff like that. Just talk me through your footy journey so far. Yeah, so all my junior footy was with Kai. Um, 12s, 14s, 16s. Um, my top age of 16s, I came up to play thirds for Paulo in 2012, I think it was. And then, yeah, I was lucky enough to get a a Guernsey in the seniors uh, for my first game when I was 15, which is, yeah, pretty surreal. Mm. Um, Yeah, so I played a few games then. Uh, We lost the thirds flag in 2012. Um, 2013, I was sort of in between the Bushy and Kai. Uh, Nick and myself lost that first final for the Bushy, so we came back and played finals. For Kai, um, yeah, lucky enough to win the flag there, which is unbelievable. Um, really good players in your your morgues. And um, obviously, Paulo had a really good final series with a cracked pelvis or whatever he had. Mm. Mm. And we'll say you've won that alongside Nick. Um, that yeah. must have been pretty special too. Yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't really play much. I suppose we played all our junior footy together, but um, yeah, it was pretty special. He mm. played pretty well. He tells everyone that he should have won the medal. But, um, yeah, it was pretty special, obviously. That's what you that's what you tell everyone from last year's grand final. Nah, so. No, we played really well and it was dominant <laughs> as well. So And then from there, mate, so you used to play Bushies top age, was that? Yeah, twenty fourteen, top top age Bushies. Uh we lost a prelim to the Swans for Kai. And then um yeah, got the call. From Werribee, asked if I'd be keen to go up there. So yeah, went up there. Um, yeah, had a couple of years there, which is a really good experience. Probably got a bit homesick in my second year. I was sort of coming back and playing cricket uh, around Kai. So yeah, decided to move back after that footy season was done. And um, obviously, we were lucky enough to get the the chocolates again in 2016 against Rochi. And then um, yeah, made the full move back to Kai and um, started the landscaping apprenticeship. And then, yeah, was there ever since before I went to Darwin uh, 2019 last year. Yeah, and you mentioned, mate, um, you know, sort of started with thirds underneath Paulo and then moving into the seniors underneath him. Um, just sort of explain your, your contact with him and your relationship in terms of footy. 
Yeah, so early days it was yeah, mostly watching watching him from afar, watching him dominate on the weekends. And then um yeah, it was it was pretty cool that he um coached the thirds with Eddie in twenty twelve and I think he did it in twenty thirteen as well. So we had a, a good little relationship there. He was really good to me and helped me develop as a junior and then um yeah, obviously playing alongside him was pretty awesome too. He, um, I think we, my first game, he kicked eight goals, which is pretty cool to see um, up close. And yes. um, yeah, he's just been really good ever since, giving me opportunities. Um, we don't really say much in terms of footy. It's good to have um, the confidence when he's like chucking me on, uh, like your Luke Smith or Steve Struben. Sort of, I doubt myself as a player, but then he, he sort of does that and just tells me to play my natural game and, yeah, go from there. He really looked after me. Well, mate, I don't think there's any need to doubt your game. Definitely um, probably in the top couple of plays in the competition for sure. Um, yeah, you've made the move, mate, and obviously it was a dominant cricket career you had in Kyabram. Um, any, any chance of reigniting it down in Geelong? Uh, no, I might, might have a hit of golf, see how I go there. Cricket's probably not my game, I don't think. Yeah, the fans... Well, cricket is your game. I've seen it be your game. But the fans probably don't know how well you got golf either. You're a man of many talents. So um, you've given me more than a few touch-ups over the time. But um, a few golf courses down there for you to look forward to, mate, is there? Yeah, there's a few around where we're living. So go have a look at them. And, uh, yeah, obviously... But it's a good game to get out and about. A bit of exercise. Beautiful, mate. And when are you starting work? What's the, what's the go there? Uh, yeah, so... In a couple of days, actually, Tuesday, hook in, which will be good. You've probably got used to doing not much, have you? Uh, yeah, well, the virus has dragged everyone down to my level. But, um, <laughs> no, nah, obviously very excited to hook into a bit of work and get a bit of money coming back in. And what are your thoughts, mate? You reckon we'll get out there this year? or? Yeah, well, it's looking like it every day. So we're getting updates every day, which is good. Um, obviously, the boys are around to go. And... Um, yeah, hopefully it's not too far away because I'm pretty excited to play with the boys this year. Absolutely, mate. Me too. Well, uh, that's about all I've got, mate. Appreciate you uh, coming on. Guest number four and definitely the biggest name we've had on so far. So uh, I appreciate it. We're sad to see you go from Kai, but looking forward to still playing a lot of footy with you, mate. So um, all the best with the move and uh, appreciate you coming on. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Stay safe, look after each other, and keep checking on your mates. Cheers.